talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our pre-Father's Day show with you. Happy Father's Day to all out there. Uh, as always, I think we've got a really good or great show for you. If you want to listen to us, listen to us on the WS Radio app. You can get it in the App Store, which is a great way to listen anywhere you go. Or you can listen to streaming on iHeartRadio, iTunes, and all those other cool services. Additionally, you can listen to us live today on Twitter. And, Marsha, how do they do that? Well, we're live on Twitter. Hi, everybody. And by the way, Father's Day, if you don't have children, you have a dog or a cat, eh, you're a father, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, hey, you got a goldfish, you're a father. What the heck? That might be stretching Um, a little bit. but I'm live on Twitter, at Marsha Collier, and just use the hashtag TechRadio. And I've got a column open, so I should see what you're tweeting to me. I want to say hi to Jim Katzman. I love your gifts that you publish. And thanks, Sasha and Maida, for the tip for the show. We'll talk about that later. And that's about it. I mean, I'm just glad to be. And Valencia's here. Yay, Valencia. Hey, Valencia, welcome. We're always happy to have her with us. Uh, and everyone else will have to look and see who we missed on there. Um, we're not, uh, unfortunately, it appears that in Southern California, or at least where we live, we're not going to see the summer solstice. But what is it? It looks pretty cool. Well, the summer solstice isn't something you see. That that would kind of be the, uh, oh, what's it called? The eclipse that's happening that's only in Asia. <laughs> There's that. But summer solstice just means the longest day of the year. Um, so the Earth spins on the axis which is tilted at 23.5 degrees from Earth's orbit around the sun. And most direct sunlight over the year shifts between a band of latitudes on the Earth, providing a change of seasons, which is why we have winter, spring, uh, summer, fall, winter. Okay, so it goes. But on solar noon on Saturday... Uh, The sun will be directly over the Tropic of Cancer, which is the line of latitude, uh, for nerds out there, located at 23.5 degrees north of the equator. And so during the summer, Northern Hemisphere receives the most direct sunlight. Northern Hemisphere, that's where we live, um, except anybody who's listening from outside there, uh, gets the most sunlight because we're tilted towards the sun. So the deal is the sun will be at its highest point at 1.22 p.m. on Saturday for areas north of the Tropic of Cancer. And we will experience the greatest amount of daylight of any day of the year. I wish I would have had my friend Tracy from Alaska because their longest day of the year is it's it's like 20 hours. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. So what is the other thing is the solar flare? That, that you're going to see also today. That yeah, I don't, this, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, apparently, it's that's what I was thinking you were talking about. It, it apparently is, you can see it on the East Coast and in certain parts of the Pacific, where the moon covers up almost all of the sun, but you get, and there's a name for it, and I don't recall what it is, but you see the outer edge of the moon like on fire. And I believe that that's going to happen today. 
Um, so that'll be interesting. So there's, there's some funky stuff going on right now in, so, in the sky. But not funky. It happens every year. This is all pretty normal. And if you want to know your hours of daylight through Los Angeles where we are, our longest day of the year will be 14.5 hours. Uh, Northern California to Pennsylvania will be 15 hours. Um, Washington State through Maine will be 15.5 hours. And Oregon to the tip of Maine, very, very tip of Maine, will be 16 hours. So that is today. And it's the summer solstice. And if you ever wondered what the, uh, oh, that thing in England, I feel terrible. Uh, The stone, Stonehenge. Stonehenge Stonehenge was built, so they say, to measure the summer solstice. So there'll be big doings out there. Look for articles. It'll be interesting. Cool. Uh, Okay. Uh, Internet of Things Y2K. Are we worried about this? Well, we kind of should. Tell us why. It's not not exactly as bad as Y2K. Which ended (laughs) up, by the way, being absolutely nothing. For those of our listeners who don't remember Y2K, that was the year 2000. And, Mark, would you tell? What well, Y2K, Y2K was? Yeah, I mean, basically, what happened in, in 2000, or you know, the panic before 2000, when January 1, 2000 came about, is that everybody was in a panic that it would destroy all computers, that it would be set back. I think instead of going to 2000, 2001, it would revert back to, to 1900, if I remember correctly, and all computers would fail and stop working. It would screw up the systems. Everything would crash. And I remember having conversations with friends about it, and I said, just chill out. Nothing's going to happen. Don't worry about it. And, of course, uh, People nothing. were worried about banking ending. You were going to lose all your yep. money. I right. mean, people were running around like their hair was on fire. Hey, guys. Oh, it was insane. Yes, Wade? Yeah, just if I can uh, interject real quick. I was, yeah, I was selling computers back then. Um, and so fundamentally, they it's kind of like they had hard-coded 19 and then only made the next two digits the variable. So it's uh, just, okay, uh, when 99 uh, rolls over to 00, zero but the first two are still hard-coded 19, right? So they right, just had right, to go right. in and fix that. But I knew people within the computer industry, you know, that should be fairly tech savvy, um, that sold everything they owned and moved to Wyoming, right? Oh, because uh, so on and so forth. And I'm just going to throw this in as a little aside, unforeseen consequences and everything. Uh, look up nuclear Gandhi if you want to see an interesting story of unforeseen consequences. Well, Wade, I want to tell you, so I'll bring you into this since you have experience with computers. So basically, it's the security certificates, the security certificates that expire after 20 years. It seems that a lot of, uh, especially IoT company manufacturers, have not renewed their security certificates. Once the security certificates stop working, it just everything might stop. Or basically, if it's like a smart plug, it'll just become a dumb plug. If it's a smart <laughs> light bulb, it'll be a dumb light bulb. Well, so wait, if that this happens, is, how, how do you turn on your lights in your house, Marcia? You just switch. You just oh, use a switch. Oh, that thing on the wall? Uh-huh. Is yeah. that still there? So, yeah, it is. It is. Oh, At least right. in my okay, house, well, it is. That's good to know. Um, 
But the date to watch for will be September 30th, 2021, when mm-hmm. the root certificates used by many wild, widely used uh, products are set to expire. So what I would recommend, rather than waiting, I mean, on May 30th, Roku put up a web page instructing owners how to manually install the necessary system update. So this, they're not, they're not kidding around with this. Make a list of the IoT devices in your house. Um, because it's been 20-plus years since the encrypted web started up, and that's the lifetime of the root CA certificate. So make a list of your devices, check the manufacturer's websites, and see what they're going to do. And what you're looking for is the certified authority root certificates, root security certificates. I mean, as long as my refrigerator still keeps things cold, I'm cool. Yeah, it does that, you know. So, like, yeah. who really care? I, to be honest with you, do you really want an Internet of Things refrigerator? I, yeah, I, I just don't see the. I mean, I get the only thing I can think of is you know you're working in the kitchen. There's a screen on there that gives you recipes, so you're able to be cooking and reading the thing on your screen. But you can also do that with an Echo Show, which, by the way, listen for our buy of the week, uh, or something like that that does the same exact thing. Or how about even a recipe book? Do we really need a smart refrigerator? By Uh, the way, we have such smart listeners out in Twitter land right now. Linda Sherman is listening from Hawaii. Yeah, hey, Linda. Hello. Um, But Sasha Mehta said, Stonehenge is live streaming a broadcast. And I will retweet that now because... Hey, we want to know what's going on at Stonehenge, right? I mean, are they gonna, the stone's going to yeah. crumble or is something going to happen? I don't know. Well, they're live streaming. What happens is the sun aligns exactly in a certain way that it okay. passes between two giant rocks. Oh. And it, if you're of that religion, I don't know. It's supposed to be an amazing thing. So, is there a hedge stone gonna, re- hedge, uh, uh, Stonehenge religion? Is there a group of... Uh, Religious I, people, I don't want to say no, are. I could offend someone. probably are. I mean, I yeah. would if I saw the sun move into a certain spot. But thank you for that, Sasha, and I'll also, I just retweeted it, and I'll share it again later today. Uh, which reminded me of, I don't know why, but there I just read an article this morning about a woman who posted a video on whatever, I think it was YouTube maybe, that she was, her video camera, her security camera, picked up at 3 o'clock in the morning a white object flying across the room. When she came into the house, and when she came into the room and saw she saw the video, it was a glove with a fly attached to the bottom of it stuck up to her ceiling. Now, I don't know. Do we believe is it true or not, or do we have ghosts out there? Better yet, do we care? <laughs> well, I care if it's true. I, I don't care if it's one of those I YouTube think you things. need to ch- to start tuning into George Norrie, Coast to Coast yeah. AM. Yeah. Uh, well, there was a guy when back in my old KBD, KBC days, the guy from, what was his name, Marsha, from Nevada? The um, You're referring to Art Bell, whose Art show Bell, was Coast you. to Coast AM. Oh, that's what you're talking about, Who Coast passed to Coast. To, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he passed yeah, yeah, away, Art. and George Norrie is doing it now. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah, that was, and that was, a, was on like midnight, and it's all... Go, uh, Wade. It, e. Go ahead. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I'm just to throw in right. a, a few things. First off, Marsh, it's 2020. Who knows? You know, all bets are off. Um, second, Stonehenge is the Druids. Thirst, third for oh, the... Yeah. 
for the entrepreneurs making up a checklist of smart devices that most people have forgotten that they installed might be a money-making or advisorial opportunity. Yeah, that could be a job. That could be yeah. you could go to someone's right. house and go over their system and everything in their house because most people are not savvy about all the stuff they have in their house. And, we and really, stuff. are they going to know whether you're fixing anything or not? Because at the end of the day, probably it's all going to work anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're yeah, so it does. It's $500. I fixed Mark. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, we've forgotten what all we've done. And then the, my final comment is: this is twenty. That's going to happen in twenty twenty one. You know, I'm yeah. expecting the giant asteroid long before that. So <laughs> you're, probably <laughs> you're probably right. Wait, it won't make any difference anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, moving on to the next story: Google's bringing Microsoft Office and the other Windows apps to Chromebooks. Yay! Cool. Well, I think this is this is important. Um, mainly because, you know, Parallels has been working to bring Windows to Macs or Apple right. computers for years. And I did some work with Parallels, and I thought Chromebooks were fairly useless because you were forced to use Google Office. It's not called right. Google Office, but, you know, they have spreadsheets and they have yeah, they documents and the whole thing. And I'm a uh, Microsoft Word person, but... Google is partnering, partnering with Parallels to bring native Microsoft Office applications and other legacy enterprise Windows applications. God, I hope it's solitaire. Yeah. <laughs> to Chrome. <laughs> one of the best Microsoft apps ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, Google announced the partnership in a blog post this week. So I think this points to the fact that you may be able to, if you're not a heavy user, and like Mark, you're not a heavy user at home. You're, I mean, you're no, doing everything off of an yeah. iPad, for God's sake. Correct. Correct. But you know, I only use a tablet at night to read stories. But if you're, you know, just doing light things at home, a Chromebook is under two hundred dollars, under a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, you're going to be able to do all these things. It, it's going to be great. Yeah, hopefully kids will get to go back to school this fall, and that's a good gift to get for them because it, it does everything they pretty much needed to do. And, you know, you can yeah, still except play, for I the fact, it, Mark, you haven't given a, a gift to a kid, air quotes, lightly. No. Oh, I don't want that one. I want this one. This one that costs $1,200, right? You should do commercial uh, or, or uh, cartoon voiceovers, Marcia. That was a good voice, there's huh? no, thank you very much. There's, there's no. Oh, that's good enough for you. I mean, mm. when was last time you bought a kid a car? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah, things are different now. Yeah, well, okay. Now, I'm very excited. To... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's good to know that they're doing that on Chromebooks. Yeah. Well, here's what's good to know. I mean, how long has the space station been up in space? Oh, I mean, God, that's a, I don't know. That's a really good, when, a long time. When did that, when did it first go up? Oh, I, I mean, Google, I have no idea. Yeah, Google that. I, I have no idea. But well, you tell the story, the, I'll look. I'm telling it, it was this, the, currently, we're talking about the toilet in the space station. The toilet on the U.S. side of the space station was designed in the 1990s based on its shuttle counterpart. Now, plumbing in space, I, I'm sure it's <laughs> well, very it's complex, 
but one might have thought that it would be uh, on the road to let's improve that since 1990. Right. I mean, <laughs> this is like, is that something you didn't think to upgrade? Well, they're Seems finally like an getting thing. an. Yeah, I mean, well, they're finally getting a new toilet. And for those of you who were curious, yes, they can hear you poop in space, <laughs> according to NASA. <laughs> so wait, are you supposed to talk on the phone when you're on the toilet in space? Because, you know, there's that I echo have, sound. I, I have no idea. But if you take a look at what they have up there, uh, first of all, if you're a woman, I don't know how you're ever going to use it. And if you're, I and I just, I, could, I would never go to the bathroom. It just looks so dreadful. But it's good to know they've designed a new toilet, uh, excuse me, NASA's Universal Waste Management System, UWMS, is designed to bridge the gap between the current lavatorial space technology that humans need to make extended visits to Mars. You know, I know we're all hot on Mars but I really think you're going to have a flying car before we go to Mars. I mean, oh, what, I we so. haven't even made it to the moon yet. Yeah, I hope what? so. All right, so November Yeah, well, 20th, I'm not going to see it. So. No, well, yeah. November 20th, 1998, uh, the process of assembling the International Space Station had been underway since the 1990s. Apparently, it was completed between 1998 and 2011. So it took them a total of 13 years to complete the space station. And I'm not sure when the first actual people said, I mean, obviously, if they were working on it up there, there were people up there. So, uh, yeah, but it's uh, almost 20 years. No, over 20 I think years, they absolutely years. deserve a new toilet. I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, <laughs> take, take that danger and go up in the middle of space to nowhere and Yeah, at least have something toilet. comfortable, maybe a padded seat also. <laughs> yeah, and maybe a, like a Slurpee machine. So, you know, they can, they can have some nice I think nice they stuff. have stuff like that. But anyway, so that's the big news. If you're a NASA, thinking about joining NASA, know that there'll be a new toilet up in the uh, space station. Wow, that is so cool. Um, all right, so, I, you know, you always see on YouTube how everybody is... Everybody's a friggin' millionaire. Money. Everybody's <laughs> making money, you know. If I put a video on YouTube tomorrow, I will make $1 million. Well, you know, Kurt true? has a video on YouTube that's up to 400,000 views, and, and wow. we haven't seen any checks coming. <laughs> wow. And what's his thing on? We should all check it out. It was interesting. It was maybe five years ago, way back in the day, um, when the thought of having a projector for watching movies on the wall or on a sheet was... Right just in its infancy, and they had these things called Pico projectors. So Kurt paired a Pico projector with a set of portable speakers and made a mobile home video kit that you could take anywhere, and he showed it step-by-step step and how it worked, and it's all there. It's, he's Kurt Boothman on YouTube, and Funny. we just laugh all the time because people are still watching it. And if everyone in America would just send him like a dime, he could probably Well, the point retire. is he's not signed up. He's not monetized. Oh, oh. And you see, the thing is YouTube, unfortunately, has made it. Somebody may come up with a million view video, but unless right. they've been approved for monetizing, mm -hmm. you're not going to get any money. And who and, knew that was going to happen? 
Yep. Too bad he didn't so know this, this woman made a video about how to pose in photos. When she wrote this article, the video had close to four million views. Okay. Now, how much did you expect he was going to make? She was going to make from this. Well, how many views? Four million. Three thousand nine hundred and seven. Three million nine hundred and seven thousand views. Okay, so almost four. I, I don't know, seventy-five dollars. <laughs> or she four made million. one thousand two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I mean, yeah. that's a nice chunk of change, but for close to 4 million views, I would have thought it would be, uh, you know, you think you get a much a dime more money. A video I mean. with 3 million views has earned less than some of her videos with 700,000 views. So you really can't figure out um, how it works. She had one video with two million views make about forty thousand dollars, which is crazy. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, so why, you know, why the difference? Just the way that it's done. I mean, how can you get four the million? The commercials, the analytics, the way uh, okay. YouTube's algorithm pushes it, depending on the country it's shown in. Because remember, the YouTube is all over the world. Right. So they may push it specifically to certain countries. And each country has a significantly lower cost per thousand views than the United right. States for the commercials. So, and who do you get your checks from? The commercial company or YouTube? You get it from YouTube. You get them okay. from YouTube. Based on whatever they're clicking, I guess, clicking through to see who they go see once they go to your YouTube video or something. I don't so know. So she did a video of top ten features of the Tesla Model 3. Uh, at the time of this writing, that video had two million views and it made eleven thousand six hundred and fifty-three. Yeah. But I mean, it was nice ten minutes. Change, but... but it was ten minutes long, so she was able to add a second ad slot into the video. Oh. See, it's all about ad views. Well, right. Of and course. don't forget that YouTube takes forty-five percent of the advertisers' money. So really, the eleven dollars cost per thousand is only five fifty three. So the no. bottom line, this woman is working incredibly hard. She's probably making a nice living, but no, you have to put in a lot of work, a lot of work to be making money on uh, YouTube, and it's a job. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can make a nice, but I gave you the numbers. It's not that great. So I guess I'm going to give up my thoughts of being a YouTube star because yep. just not enough. Too, it has way too much well, work. Well, no, you know, it's a lot of work. And the social media influencer thing um, right. that everybody wants to be also, that is a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Not a chance yeah. that, that I'd want to do that. No, now, you don't get a all. lot of Kim Kardashians who, uh, you know, just... Well, no, it's, even if you're not Kim Kardashian, Mark, the, the point is... You have to be generating content constantly. Right. Of and the content yeah. has to be interesting for yeah. people to listen to it. I, for my, what I do on Twitter is I share other people's content, and I don't mind because my goals are different on social media. Right. I'm not right. jumping to be an influencer. So, real quick, since everybody is at home, yeah. uh, and people are still shopping, although I don't know, I'm not shopping as much as I was. Because I have no place to go and nothing to do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's time to open some of the boxes at home that have been sitting around. Yeah, have you exactly. been shopping more? 
I, you know, I wouldn't say, yeah, I mean, I was on eBay, not eBay, I bought a couple of things. I needed a new sound bar and a new DVD player, so I happened to have done that just a couple of days ago on Amazon. Uh, but beyond that, food has been our number one online purchase. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, meanwhile, there was a McDonald's delivery to our house today, and I said, sorry, didn't order it, no. take it away. So, yeah, anyway. The point is, and I'll make this very short, when you are shopping online, and we'll give you one other tip in uh, segment two of the show, but do not use your debit card online ever. And yeah, if that's... you use a one-timer to buy something and you have to put in a credit card, immediately after the product is delivered, go back in and take out your credit card. Do not let yeah. them store it on their servers because there's people who got nothing less to do with their lives at this moment but do cyber attacks yeah so I mean, remember a... you are not covered with your debit card from your bank for fraud as you are with your credit card so right. important which is why i just don't understand how people end up using their debit card even like at the supermarket and at the gas station because if somebody clones that card you're screwed you have yeah. no insurance I mean, that's one of the pluses of using a Apple card, which doesn't reveal your um, uh, your membership, your, your card number. All well, you, you we're going to get into, in, part, in segment two of the show, we're going to talk a little about which are the safest ways to pay. So we'll talk right. about that in se yeah, segment Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, real yeah. quickly, uh, the Apple Developers Conference is coming up this week. Yep. Uh, next week, rather. They're, you know, we're going to find, I guess... They claim it will be one of the most important ones that have been out in years. Uh, they're going to be probably announcing some new products. They're certainly going to announce the iOS 14, which is expected to come out sometime in September. Don't know that there will be any iPhone announcement, which is, which is the one that everybody looks for. That's probably not coming out until it looks like October or November because of uh, supply delays. But, uh, you know, they'll have some new Mac OS software, allegedly. There's a new iPad OS for its tablets and for its watches. And this is a big deal for them. So um, we'll see what happens, what comes out of that. But that's going to be coming in next and week. And remember, the difference between Mike, Mark and I is that I'll tell you when it happens. I don't have a crystal ball, so I just oh, I don't do. like to. Me. Yeah, they yeah this is PR, PR stuff. We really <laughs> yeah, need to know go. what's going to happen. We'll see. Okay, so we're going to be back for segment two. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Kurt Boothman, and Wade Taylor. And we're so glad to have you. Please join us in a couple minutes for segment two on WS You are listening Radio to Computer and Technology and Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. More skin-to-skin -skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to MiracleBabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash expressfunding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 